welcome and good morning, my friends and brethren in the Lord. Today is the 14th day of February and we greet each one of us uh, blessed and happy Valentine's Day. Although we don't believe the tradition, but we believe that every day is a day that we experience the love of Christ, the love of God. In fact, the Bible tells us that His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. The love of God is unending. It's always um, given and available to each one of us, shown, and we experience it on a daily basis. Nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. Let's remember that. And we hope and pray that today as we listen to God's word, that we will experience the love of Christ through his guidance and through the principles that we can learn from his word that we can live by. Let me read to you Easter chapter 9, verse 20 to 32 for our text for today. And Mordecai recorded these things and sent letters to all the Jews who were in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus, both near and far, obliging them to keep the 14th day of the month, Adar, and also the 15th day of the same year by year, as the days on which the Jews got relief from their enemies. And as the month had been turned for them from sorrow into gladness and from mourning into a holiday, that they should make them days of feasting and gladness, days for sending gifts of food to one another and gifts to the poor. So the Jews accepted what they had started to do and what Mordecai had written to them. For him and the Agigai, the son of Amidatha, the enemy of all the Jews, had plotted against the Jews to destroy them and had cast poor that is cast lots, to cross and to destroy them. But when it came before the king, he gave orders in writing that his evil plan that he had devised against the Jews should return on his own head and that he and his son should be hanged on the gallows. Therefore, they call these days Purim after the term Pur. Therefore, because of all that was written in this letter and of themselves and of what they had faced in this matter, and what had happened to them, the Jews firmly obligated themselves and their offspring and all who joined them that without fail, they would keep these two days according to what was written and at the time appointed every year. That these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation, in every clan, province, and city, and that these days of Purim should never fall into issues among the Jews, nor should the commemoration of these days cease among their descendants. Then Queen Esther, the daughter of Abihail, and Mordecai the Jew gave full written authority, confirming the second letter from Purim. Letters were sent to all the Jews, to the 127 provinces of the king of Ahasuerus in words of peace and truth, that these days of Purim should be observed at, this, at their appointed seasons, as Mordecai the Jew and Queen Esther obligated them and as they had obligated themselves and their offspring with regard to their fasts and their lamenting. The command of Easter confirmed these practices of Purim, and it was recorded in writing. The Feast of Purim, this is one of the major feasts that the Jews observed since the time of Mordecai until now. The word Purim, being the Hebrew word, means, quote-unquote, lots. The Feast of Purim is a Jewish holiday in celebration of the deliverance of the Jews. 
particularly this story that God has delivered Mordecai, Easter, and all the Jews from Haman. The wicked Haman, he was an eager guide. Remember, one of the mistakes of the king Saul during the book of, when we read that in the book of Kings, is that he did not kill the king of Egypt. So Haman was an eager guy. He was able to convince the king that all the Jews have to be destroyed and annihilated because they were rebellious. He influenced the king to do and to sign that edict in order to destroy the Jews. To set the date of their execution, Haman used lots or Purim. So the lot fell on the 12th month of Hagar, particularly the 13th day of the 12th month. And be to Haman, Queen Esther was a Jew herself, and Mordecai was the uncle of Esther. When the king knew that Haman was behind this plot, he executed Haman on the gallows that he prepared for Mordecai to die. Esther appealed to Hasuerus for her people's lives. But the king cannot revoke the decree to attack the Jews. The decree cannot be revoked. Instead, he did issue a new decree to Mordecai that the Jews were allowed to defend themselves during that day, the 13th day of the 12th month, Adar, a day of infamy. Resultingly, Haman's family were executed and all their enemies. This day of infamy, this day that was declared and was planned by Haman to kill all the Jews, was the day of, his, of, the, of the death of his sons and his family. The favor of God was really unbelievable here and indescribable here. This favor from God is too significant, is too important that they do not need to forget. So that's why Mordecai sent letters that all the Jews in every province should celebrate the 14th and the 15th day of Adar as a day of rejoicing. And they are going to give food, exchange food with one another, to bless one another, especially to the poor. For being blessed, this should be a blessing to those who are in need. This favor from God was the mark of God's goodness. God's faithfulness to his promise that he will not allow that his people, his own people, will experience that they will just be destroyed and to be um, subjugated by their enemies without him, without his consent. Yes, he allowed the, the diaspora because of the rebellion of their forefathers, but the Jews are the covenant people of God, and God will fulfill his covenant to his own people. Haman's able plan that he had devised against the Jews returned to his own head. 
this was a miracle. This is not something that can be done incidentally or accidentally, but this was the plan of God. Even his wife, the wife of Haman and son, should be hanged also on the gallows that Haman prepared. Thus, Mordecai had instituted the Feast of Purim to be celebrated in every generation, year after year. What's the lesson that we can learn from this story of Eastern Mordecai here? Only God can turn our mess into a message, our test into a testimony, our trial into our triumph, our humiliation into our honor, in being a victim, we become victors. So I hope that this morning, I hope that today, let's put our faith upon God. Let's trust Him. Let's not doubt that God is in control. He's able to carry us through what He had begun in your life and in my life. He will finish it. Otherwise, if we don't have this faith, we will be fainting. As the psalmist David expressed in Psalm 27 verse 13, let me read, I have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Let's turn our gloom into a day of rejoicing. Not because of our own making, not because of our power, but because we know we have a God. Our God is the God will never abandon us, will never forsake and leave us. He who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ. Let's rejoice in the Lord, not because everything seems okay around us, even today, but because God is in control. We can trust Him. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your word today. Bless this to our hearts and may our day today will be a day where we will be able to see your grace and power transforming our circumstances, our mess into a message, our tests into testimonies, trials into triumphs, our humiliations were into an honor of us not to live as a victim today, but as victors in Christ. In his name we pray, amen.